Welcome to the Wonder Learn Podcast. I'm your host, Francis Tapon. Do you know the biggest country in Africa? It's not Sudan, not anymore at least. It is Algeria. And yet, a lot of people don't know anything about Algeria, even though you could fit all the Western European countries into Algeria. That's how big it is. I spent a couple months in Algeria trying to get to know the people. And in this podcast, I have two Algerians, one Zachariah and the other Samir, who I ask a bunch of questions about what it's like to live in their country. Also sitting at the table is a South African named Karen, as well as a Cameroonian named Rejoice, who's my wife. Hope you enjoyed the roundtable discussion. This podcast is brought to you by Tour Radar. Go to tourradar.com slash wanderlearn to get a chance to win a real cool trip around the world. Also, Health Access Sumbawa is a nonprofit you should consider supporting. Enjoy the podcast. So, Zagar, you've been to Egypt? Yes. I and obviously, you know your home country of Algeria. Um, tell me, what did you see the differences? Have you been to Libya too? No. Tunisia, to, yes. Yes, Tunisia. So, most Americans, they think of, you know, these countries as being all North African, but there must be some differences between the yes. three countries that you've been to, Tunisia, Algeria, and... Yes. Every have you country. been to Morocco too? No, not okay. yet. But okay. I so have three, of the, three of the North African countries you've been to. Yes. Uh, every country have like um, some special way, way of thinking, talking, mm-hmm. like uh, the manners, it's uh, depends on each country. Give me an example, Zachary. Like, um, here Algeria like a little bit uh, angry people. But uh, they're good people. I mean, it's not when someone like uh, shout with you. It's not. It doesn't mean that he's a bad person or he will hurt you. It doesn't mean that. Uh, but in Tunisia, they are um, the opposite of that. They talk like slowly, good way. But uh, maybe they won't help you as Algerian people. You know, mm-hmm. Algerian people are more generous. More uh, Algerian people, uh, they can take you to their homes. They like. Uh, uh, we are like proud of it. Hospitality. Um, yes, it's uh, the opposite in Tunisia. Maybe because they are a little bit poor, they don't have like uh, oil in Algeria. And but yeah. t- Tunisia, I think, is also a very rich touristic place. And so maybe they're 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 tired of all the visitors. They're not as mm-hmm. excited about seeing them. Now, Jerry, you get fewer tourists, so maybe they're maybe that's one uh, point. I mean, in general, I mean, would you agree, Karen? When you see when you go to places that are not touristic. The people are more hospitable. Yeah. Yes, that's uh, what I saw when I travel. In uh, in Egypt, like uh, it's another uh, experience. Uh, Egyptian people like uh, they want to talk to everyone. Want to tell you his story. He talk to you as like he's your brother, as a friend. Even if you don't know him, if you go to the taxi, he will start talking to you with like politics, with everything. Uh, and but as I told you, uh, all people there—not all people, but especially they have stores or uh, they have like cars, taxis. They want to rob you. <laughs> like yeah. don't give you the right prices. But if you know how to deal with that, they won't harm you or something. If you know that the right price, you tell him no, this is not the right price. He will accept it. He won't harm you or something. Sure. Um, but I found like if in every country, I found like uh, some people 
they try to help me without any like reason they want to like give me the like uh, the good things of the country even the bad thing they try to explain to me like in egypt they told me if someone told you about uh, a wrong price something because we are poor we don't have like um, other like uh, ways to gain money only by, from tourists tourists so uh, we should lie you know so in um, in Egypt, I had uh, like a girlfriend there because of that <laughs> I went there. Yes, mm. so uh, I uh, I tried to, uh, to talk to. I cannot talk speak about. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I talked to her before. So I will go to Egypt. I will meet you. She's like a shy girl, and her family like. How did you meet her on the internet? Yes, on uh -huh. the internet. I know her from. Uh, Many what, years like Facebook or some dating site? I think no, not from dating site, like from game site, gaming site. Oh, like, gaming yes, site. Yes, okay. so she's we, game. we used to play a game, uh -huh. and then we knew each other better. I liked her like the way think and stuff, mm -hmm. and then um, their family like close people. They don't let like their daughter go out and stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, I went there. I went to Cairo. She lived like near to Cairo, but not in Cairo. So um, I want to meet her. I couldn't. She couldn't come because, uh, as I said, uh, her family like can't people. So I went there. I went to her uh, town, small town. The the way of transportation was a disaster. They have uh, <laughs> yes, uh, the train was like million people into what this did train. What do you think of Cairo? Cairo, it's um, it's like very like paradox between like the new things, the old things, mm -hmm. you know. It's a little bit uh, not so clean, but uh, people there, uh, journalists with the, the way they talk, the way you know. Anyway, I went uh, to um, to this town and the small towns, not like Cairo. Cairo is open. Uh, open how, far for, how far from the Cairo? It's about uh, 50, 50, km. 50 kilometers. 50? Yes, mm -hmm. about 50, yes. So maybe about 40, one hour. Yes, about an hour, but mm -hmm. uh, the roads not so well. So maybe I, I want I want to like uh, when I went by bus, but when you come back by train, by bus it's like um, gardens and stuff, but the roads uh, are disaster. But it was uh, like nice experience, mm -hmm. and um, I met. So this her, was uh, the first time you see her. Yes, I saw her like in pictures, videos. Yeah. Yes, but uh, it's my first time there. Yes, we were, she was too shy. <laughs> we couldn't like make. Uh, Big conversation, like long conversation. All uh, our talk, like, uh, how are you? How are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. The most of time. I bet. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and after that, uh, I told her she wa I want her to meet me like in Cairo. She brought her uh, sister, mm -hmm. older sister. So uh, they went there and we talk and uh, we have we had a nice time. Her also. older sister. Yes. Mm -hmm. How old was the two sisters? The, the younger, the one I know, she's uh, like 19, mm -hmm. and uh, her uh, other sister about like 22. Okay. Yes. And you are about 25? 27. 27. Now I'm 27, yeah. yes. Yeah. Last year I was 26. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we had like a nice uh, conversation. Yes. It nice time. Because there. her sister was there, she felt more comfortable. Yes. Yes. Because I, basically I was talking only with her sister because she was <laughs> very, yes, very shy. She couldn't talk at all. Yeah, sure. Anyway, and I met her like in third uh, 
third meeting it was like impossible the meeting because um, mm. she came alone and she never came talk to Cairo I told her come maybe I would uh, disappear there I told her I came from Algeria didn't disappear <laughs> and you came like 40 kilometers you disappear I don't know the routes so I start to show her the routes like I'm the one from Cairo <laughs> come from here to this anyway well uh, with, um, we, uh, we talked a lot Mm. Last time, so uh, because uh, she wasn't so shy uh, mm. with Arabic or English, generally with Arabic, yes, because okay. she's uh, from Egypt. But our Arabic is not the same. Well, I speak uh, Egyptian very good. I, when okay. I was there, yes, I am. Why do you speak, my, uh, Why do you speak Egyptian? Well, because of the movies and you're yes, watching the movies. Yes, okay. because here when we are younger, our TV. Which, uh, the shows and the most of shows like uh, comics, uh, yeah. you know, series, and movies, and series, all in Egyptian. So give us the happy ending to this story, <laughs> or, or well, maybe it's not a happy ending. Well, uh, where well, are you now? Have you do you still talk to her? No, I I want to marry her. Oh, uh, okay. yes, okay. yes, because I know from like five Mashallah. years, yes, five years something. <laughs> but you've she, known her for five years now. Yes, yeah. but her family refused because they don't want her to. Be mm-hmm. far from them. So now, like and we take the time off. And break. it's difficult for you to move to Egypt, or you're not interested in. Well, Egypt? they asked me. Her sister asked me to go to, to live in Egypt, but uh, here in Algeria it's better to live, better than Egypt. Mm-hmm. The salary, the way of life, it's even beautiful, more beautiful than uh, Cairo. You know, yeah. uh, green here. Yeah. There is only uh, yeah, the ocean. Yes, the sea. The sea, and we have. Yeah. Uh, It's not so easy. Uh, here, Arabic country, especially the, that, uh, like Maghreb, uh, no, Maghreb, yes, North mm. country, the West, yes. Only maybe in uh, UAE, in Emirates, maybe it's a little bit, and Qatar, maybe it's a little bit easier because uh, they pay well, they welcome people. But in uh, those countries, even the payment is not so high, so people don't want to to come here, you know. You don't see like other people working here, only maybe uh, Middle African people. They come here because of the war in Mali or something. They come here to work and they all have the uh, another destination to Europe. So they come okay. here just for a few months something. And then they will, uh, how is it, Haraga. They mm. will, uh, yeah. you know, without Clandestine. paper, yes. Yeah, illegally, illegally. clandestine. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like... Uh, here, every country we see only uh, the people of these countries and uh, Jinsia. Uh, nationality is a little bit hard here. It's a very hard, not a little bit hard, to give uh, nationality. Like Arabian countries don't give nationality to others. If you, even if you live here 20 years, not like Europe, maybe we give you. So let me ask Samir. Samir, what do you th- do? You think that the Maghreb, which is the West, in other words, North Africa, will it ever become a tighter union in this century? I believe that it's possible and it will happen maybe in twenty or thirty years because we don't have choice. Yeah, we don't have choice. We don't have choice uh, for economic reason. It happens in all over the world. Uh, it happens uh, even in. Uh, uh, center of Africa. Why not in North Africa? 
Yeah. Um, actually, people are believing that is uh, it's interesting to have a union in North of Africa. Me, for example, I want to go to Morocco. I am interesting to uh, interested to go to work in Morocco, uh, and a lot of people want to come here to work in Algeria. I think that it will happen. It will happen when uh, uh, there will be change in uh, in our uh, system, political system, yeah, political yeah. system. Yeah. But the, so obviously the Arab Spring was not. Enough. Right. In other words, the Arab, the, the, the plant. Yes, uh, there is a lot of change because of uh, that. Was the uh, that was an opportunity for North Africa to unite? That was yeah. an opportunity, but exactly. it didn't happen. We we we, we stopped stopped uh, our our frontier, our border, borders, our borders with Morocco because of terrorism. But now we realize that terrorism is everywhere. So uh, with union, we we can um, we can uh, have to say um, strong. be strong, and we have the same issue with the same problem. I think uh, can disappear terrorism uh, in our 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 region with union. Yeah. I mean, South Africa in, in Southern Africa, Karen. Uh, you're, there you have an economic union. You have the SADC countries, whatever it's called. Okay, you don't know. But anyway, but the, but I know you got the borders are still uh, uh, enforced. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you don't have free uh, no. people from Zimbabwe can't just walk into South Africa. In fact, it's quite the opposite. <laughs> what do you think, Zachariah? Do you think that, uh, do, what did you think about what Samir said? Do you think that in 30 years North Africa could unite? I don't think only, it's only about uh, like government even uh, with people we still unfortunately have some um, racist uh, minds uh, in here in Algeria not all people not educated people but uh, many people not educated think like uh, in Tunisia or in Morocco Moroccan people hate us and uh, even in Morocco only not the educated people who have some issue with us wrong issues uh, wrong ideas uh, put the government in our mind like uh, American people hate us because uh, they want to steal our land and uh, they said uh, the same for me, like us. Uh, we have to first of all educate people, uh, and then maybe we can like uh, then be one uh, one unit uh, Maghreb. <coughs> for now, Libyan people. If you talk to Libyan people, they have some issue with uh, maybe Moroccan or Algeria because uh, of some uh, reasons, not even like logical reason. Maybe I I had conversation with one just um, two weeks ago. I had a car with someone. He told me um, uh, the American people will play a game, football game. Told me, I hope they will lose. Why you want? Because they hate us. Who said that? I saw in YouTube some people told the bad things about us. So he have this hateness in his heart. But not all Moroccan people. I said, I don't care if someone it mean all. Doesn't mean but because he is not educated person. He's like, so we should educate people. Then we can be United European. Do you think in 30 years possible or not likely? You're less optimistic. Maybe. How about this century? Sometimes this century? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I hope in 30 or 40. Um, I always we should read more books in Algeria and Arab countries. They don't read the book. They are not readers. That's one of the problems, I, as I think. Because of that, they have like, um, they believe media. But on the media always, uh, especially some uh, channels, like uh, those kind of channels, like um, they um, they have a relation with government. So mm. they put some uh, bad ideas to, you know, so mm. some people. Just watch to like uh, this TV and believe what they said. They don't read books. They don't read history because we before like hundreds of years we are we were like uh, one uh, one people. 
There weren't the mm. no borders before, like uh, mm. 200 or 300 uh, countries, uh, 300 years. Now there is a border, so we should like uh, be one hand uh, to be more stronger. You know? I, I think that it's it start it's uh, already started to be because uh, we always start with qualified people. I have a lot of colleagues and uh, friends who who are working in Morocco because they are uh, qualified, uh, and other people will be inspired but those people and they will foster this idea to make um, a Maghreb Union it will be a benefit uh, for all of us do you agree with Zachariah when he said that reading is not a, a big thing in the culture in North Africa or at least in Algeria because in sub-Saharan Africa definitely not it's not a re rejoice since you're from Cameroon you can comment on the, and you've been to 25 sub-Saharan countries so what would you say yeah I agree with Zachariah that the black Africans at least don't read maybe the Algerians are better I he, think they are better. They are not better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's see what Samir says. Do you he, agree? He, yes, I, I completely agree with Zakaria. Uh, because in, it's related to, to, the, to the past. Um, in the past, there is a lot of people who were uh, high graduated, but at the end, they are in jobless. That's why other people, uh, it's a uh, bad inspiration for all others. Uh, they understood that uh, reading don't, um, we, we can't uh, find work with reading. And so they, they, they were making businesses that are selling some things and commerce, but they were not interested by reading. But now it's changing. And if you go uh, 10 years before, uh, reading doesn't mean anything. It doesn't need to. To, uh, to read to work but now it's changing it's different uh, and it's uh, it's changing very fast in Algeria if you want to, 10 years before you will find people are completely different how are they changed how are they? I, I I can uh, I, I for for me but for example I can give you my experiences and when I, w I was at the university uh, nothing encouraged me to to, 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 to continue to, to, to learn at the university because um, most of uh, people I know at this time uh, don't have work, didn't have work. So uh, I was uh, I was imagining myself how I can be. Uh, I, I was thinking that I was losing lo my time. You're losing your time. You're wasting, wasting your time. Wasting, yeah. Yeah. My time. Yeah. Uh, but now it's changing. There is a there is a. Um, uh, companies which are coming from outside, uh, I mean uh, multinational, and they are choosing people who are graduated and uh, s s have some qualification. So people are putting more value to... Uh, it's a good thing for... Yeah, yeah. I, I think that uh, uh, we, if we open uh, our uh, our border to the commerce for, for industries, for companies, I think it will help to change everything in Algeria. But you still feel that the reading culture hasn't really penetrated deeply in this country? Yes, of course, I believe on that, but it's changing now. Okay. What about there's more and more people who are interesting to read. Karen, what about South Africa? Since you're from there, and you're the biggest reader I've ever met in. Uh, in Africa. I read fiction, you know. For <laughs> myself, <laughs> I find this book quite. But uh, so but I mean, do you? Or, but do you do your South African? Um, do you find that South African uh, read quite a bit, or is it mainly? Is it is it? Do you see differences between, let's say, the African community versus? Other uh, other groups in Africa, in South Africa. 
Francis, do you, I'm not a normal person. <laughs> yes, that's true. So whatever you say could be random. <laughs> I can't say what the yeah. majority of people do because uh -huh. I think I really read a lot more than what the normal person Yes, you definitely know. do. Yeah, you have a yeah. big library. So... Yeah, no, but, but that's why I ask you. I mean, I realize though that I want... I don't want to give people the impression that Africans just don't, that there are no Africans read. I mean, obviously there are exceptions and you are certainly one of them. You read far more. And I figured that if I asked you, I'm going to get probably a biased answer because most of your friends are probably also big readers, I imagine. You see, I'm on the other tip of another scale, but they, my friends all read. Right. But I can't say, you know. It's hard to say. And I've got a variety of friends, you know, some of them are very spiritual and I read that way. I've got mm. people that's very into the different people would read different stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't actually think I've met someone else that reads as much as I do. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I'm not just talking about uh, reading. I'm just talking about reading in general. I mean, people have been reading books, whether it's fiction or nonfiction. Um, and... Uh, I just think that one of the things that I've noticed that surprised me about this continent in general is just how hard it is to find voracious readers or even mediocre readers. People who read just like over? one or two. Is I it all over? I think no, so. I don't think it's all over. I mean, yes, in general, finding readers, readers are always a minority. That's true. In any society, uh, you'll never find a society where the majority of people are reading one book a month. Um, but one way that I gauge this is when I'm in any kind of waiting room or uh, either at a hospital or sitting around for a train or public transportation um, or in the actual bus while the bus is moving or on a plane, any of these kind of situations where people are sitting around waiting and I look around and I look how many people are reading. Now, if 20% uh, are reading, that's a big amount of people, I think, be reading 20%. So, uh, in most places. But in sub-Saharan Africa, I will never see 1% reading. No, I agree with you. I mean, even trying to find books. <laughs> I mean, you know. I, yeah, mean, sure. you, like, I mean, how do they sell the books? But I don't think it's, it's, it's abnormal. You know, if you think about the TVs, I mean, and all the small villages, they've got a satellite, so... Why would they read, you know, if they can watch TV? Isn't it that with everything? Right. And TV has always been a much more popular medium for the last 50 years than... Uh, but it hasn't... The, the rich world has had satellite TV for a longer period of time than Sub-Saharan Africa. Or any African country. But it's still... Uh, people still read even with TV existing and even with satellite TV existing and yet it's it's it but doesn't are we talking catch on about are we talking about your your middle class are we talking about I'm talking about obvious you all wish. over every single level of society in Africa in general I just don't see readers at all levels obviously in the educated level uh, the high income level you're going to more likely see it but to me what's fascinating is just not a, versus you go to Japan for example you go on the subway in Japan all sorts of people, they're all yeah. reading, they're all really? reading. Really? Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, it's in the program show, the program shows, program. everyone reads, but here... Oh, so it's not on the phone. If because this is disgusting, you know, I see it's no one talks to one another, it's just on the phone, you know, it's like, what 
can be so antisocial. Yeah, sure. But that is what's happening. It's yeah, like, yeah. So why? I think I don't know what's happening on the on the phone. So I can't see why they would start reading. But I'm surprised. So yeah, you're yeah. saying Japan, they all read. They're, they're, it's a <laughs> high, high reading culture for sure. Hmm. Um, and in fact, I read a survey once that Indians have the highest. Uh, are the highest, the biggest readers on one particular survey. Um, so I've never been to India, so I don't, I can't comment whether India. the first, yeah, India. That's what I read. Oh, that's but, um, fantastic. One, one particular survey, but I would need to do more research, and I would love to go there myself to see if it, how, how obvious that is. But in any case, going back to Algeria. So tell me some other interesting differences between the Moroccans, for example. You've been to Morocco, Mr. Samir. Yes, I have been there for. A um, lot of time. Your boss is from Morocco. And his boss, and we have a good uh, relation. Yeah. I respect her, and he, she respects me. And you've been to Morocco how many times? Maybe ten. Ten times? Yeah. Okay. And then, and you're going always for business. <clears throat> Much of time, yeah, for business. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so then, how do you? How do the people on the street? They immediately know you're Algerian. They just look at you and they say, "Okay," or when they, when you open your mouth. No, yes, exactly. When I start to to talk, and I uh, ask me, uh, are you for RG? RG? Yes, and I said that's sad. But and they they were becoming very very kind with me. I don't understand if because they they saw me like uh, a potential client, client customer, or because like they like Algerian people. But uh, they are kind. They are so kind with me. Mm. Okay. I think that, I and mean, what about when you went to Egypt, Zakaria? Did you find that when you, did the people immediately know that you're from a foreign land? Well, from, you're from the Maghreb? And you're no, from because I started talking in uh, Egyptian when... Uh, okay. <laughs> but after like... Uh, five minutes? Five minutes, minutes <laughs> yeah. They mean now they say, okay, not, uh, enough uh, with this act. Yeah. We know your accent. Uh, <laughs> and then when they know that I'm from Algeria, they will be happy. They, like, you are one of our brothers. Our brother. Mm. So... Uh, it was like uh, brotherhood between us, sure. especially like Arabian and especially Algerians. Mm. I don't know people like want to because Algerians, every country, Arabian country, like uh, see like Algerian like um, it's closing uh, close society. Yeah, they don't mm. know a lot about it. So uh, they, when they see us, they start asking us how to how how's the life there, and uh, so uh, they accept me as an Algerian. That's it. Yeah, you know it's interesting because when I went to countries, let's say like uh, Russia or um, anywhere in Eastern Europe for that matter, or anywhere in uh, in Morocco or something like that. In general, you, these are all these enemies of America, right? <laughs> and I, but when I go there, the people tend to be very happy to, and and they almost want to prove that they have no problem with the people of America, that they just have a, maybe an argument with the government of America, but they, they want to show that we like you as people. And the same thing I think is happening when you go to Morocco, you Algerians go to Morocco, they want, they want to say, hey, our governments might be fighting, but we want to be friends with the people. And do you think, what do you think about that, Samir? Basically, yes, that, that's what I, I, I am thinking, because um, um, people always have good relations, but, but when we see what is happening in the TV, it's uh, completely different. Um, one another thing that I want to say is, uh, um, I get uh, a lot of time in Morocco, and uh, every time the flight is full. 
you really need uh, one month or two months before to book your flight. Why? And still you will not get a place. Really? Every time it's full. I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe it's because uh, borders are, mm. are closed and uh, there is a lot of uh, people who uh, have families in each each side. Maybe a few it's, flights. Not a lot of flights. There is a lot of flights. Two, two flights a day. Yeah, but they need more. They need bigger planes or more flights. They need maybe five flights a day. Yeah. And only from Algeria, I think. You can't, uh, you can't go for in Oran town, yes, uh, to go to uh, Morocco. Only from Algeria. Uh, in both ways. No, but can you leave from Oran, for example? Can you fly? Ah, yeah, you, only for Algeria, yeah, mm. exactly. And then it goes to Casablanca, it goes Not to nice. Marrakesh. Oh, only to Casablanca. Uh, only to Casablanca? Yeah, four years before there were... Um, a flight to Marrakesh and now only Casablanca and, and I don't understand why. Mm. And then what do you um, what do you think is something that is uh, not obvious, Zachariah, when, when a, a foreigner comes? What is something about Algerian society that is not like obvious, like it's almost like a secret, like that, it, well, that, the, that the foreigner doesn't notice? No. Here you have to know what's haram, what's halal. This is the first thing. What's haram and what's yes, halal? Yes. What's forbidden, what's... Uh, what is permitted. Yes, you have to know. Because Arabian and Algerian people are like religion. They have like this religion, is the first thing. So if you do something like, uh, I don't know, be more open, do something like, I don't know, drink like alcohol in streets, nothing, they, won't, they will refuse that. So you have to know which halal, which haram. So you can uh, like... Uh, or talk here with people and uh, we communicate with them. But what percentage of Algerians actually pray five times a day? I don't have like exactly, uh, but I think uh, more than half people. Okay. Even the people who don't pray, don't pray at all. They have like this um, racist to their religion. They mm. refuse, like if you say, I don't believe in God, you say, what? They can beat you for just saying that. <laughs> they refuse it. You can, they can even maybe, I don't know, maybe some people, they can ki- even kill you. Because it's like a really, really like a refuse thing. So you cannot like uh, shouting with like those kind of things. Or maybe about being uh, gay. It's like refusing something very, even who did it with in like hiding, you know, hide it. Like even in society, government, police, Every like have this one mentality about like some things like red uh, lines you cannot like cross uh, that. But you're 27 years old, and I'm just curious if the younger generation is changing a bit. In other words, is it a little bit easier to be an atheist today? Is it a little bit easier to not pray as much or or to you know do things that are more haram? Well, until now, especially to be atheist, it's uh, closing, like uh, no one accepted. And same uh, thing with homosexuality. Yes. Same maybe homosexuality, maybe it will be like acceptable like in, in uh, t- 5%, years. maybe 1%. Accept- but to be atheist, it's not acceptable at all. To anybody. Anybody you cannot uh, do it or say it or like... Uh, even I am religion per- person. I believe in God. But when I just sometimes talk to people about like religion things about existence, they refuse. They tell me like, no, you shouldn't talk. Even uh, I I have to ask things. Not mean like I will change my religion or belief. But I have to know more to believe more. It's like many people here, 
No, I don't want to even talk about it. It's like uh, hold on. So you're saying that that other Muslims mm-hmm. in Algeria don't want to speak about Islam with you? Not about Islam, but like um, about uh, God, but uh, oh, the existence uh, of God, just uh, existence of God, or, or, or uh, different religions, different yes, Christians. Uh, but, yes, but like other uh, religions, Buddhism. How how they think. Of, And they are wrong, 100%. Don't uh, let's not like, discuss this. Let's not discuss <laughs> it. They are wrong. Me, I just want to discuss it, not for change my religion, but to understand them. When I talk to Buddhist, maybe oh no, or Shia, yeah. no Shia. Yeah. Yes. Which is a different. Yes, I told form. them why you don't think like maybe if you born in this in that society, we mm-hmm. think like them. So you think that we are the wrong people. So we have to think like that. We shouldn't like believe what their beliefs, but we think we should start to believe, accepting them, right. accepting right. the, right. the thing. Got a question? Yes. You can't just accept it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe then we can like me be more open to tourist. Uh, in, I hope that Algeria will be more touristic place. But uh, with this like kind of uh, mentality, yes, we cannot uh, accept that. You know. Tell me about. Other things that are haram, forbidden. There are like obvious things like uh, drinking alcohol. But even there, are some, many Muslims drink alcohol, but in high way and something. Now, if a woman goes walking around with, uh, I see about maybe seventy or eighty percent of the women in Algiers, in the capital, wearing hijab. Maybe seventy, eighty percent, I think. In Algiers, it's yeah, like seventy, eighty less, less, very less. Fifty percent. Like 50%. What do you think, Samir? In Algiers. In Algiers. Percentage of women wearing hijab. Sometimes it depends on the age. Because... Um, yeah, yeah. If it's a young person, the, they the don't. Younger, yeah. The younger people are wearing less hijab. Right. But oldest... I, I think that um, even the oldest people um, are, are making hijab because of habitude. Right. Habit. Habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... And then more and more people believe that hijab is not um, necessary. Not necessary. It's not obligatory. It's not obligatory. It's not obligatory uh, in our religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so the hijab is okay. You think it's fifty percent? You think it's? Oh no. It's, But Maybe he's more yeah. like uh, yeah. right. Yeah. It's definitely a generational thing. Yes. Definitely a generational mm. thing. If, if if a girl's in high school, she won't be wearing a job most of the time. I think most of. The time. I told you the half people, uh, the half girls. But, the, uh, but the women over 40 Yeah, the most of them are wearing. They're almost yes. all hit job. Um, but in any case, uh, what? Uh, but they don't. I don't see women in skirts. Ah, so mean, and they were very short. We went really? yeah. to that restaurant, and they were very short. Yeah, they mm-hmm. even drink, drank beer. Oh, yeah. Yes, in some places. In some places, people um, are thinking they are free and they are doing uh, whatever they want, and no one talk to them. But if, if, if you should know, in some place you can wear a skirt. Um, how do you say skirt? Yeah. And no, uh, and some some people uh, might talk to you and uh, on pity. Yeah, to bug you. Um, to bug you. Yeah, yeah. They they would. Uh, 
Thank you. Um, okay, what other things are haram? Um, well, uh, let's see. It's in uh, pig, uh, pig, uh, pig. Pig. Yes. Pig. Pork. Pork, yes. Mm-hmm. It's a haram. When do we don't care? But these are all religious things. This is all Islam. Yes, haram, right. it means uh, Islam, about Islam. Right, I know, but maybe there's some other things that are not Islamic, but are haram. Like, like a smoke girl who smoke here in Algeria, especially, oh. they refuse that the girl smoke. Oh, really? It's like haram, with even... Uh, even though it's not in the Quran. If it's haram, it would be haram for men Boys. and women. Exactly. Right. But here, like, <laughs> no, for men it's okay, but for women it's haram. You see, that's also, all those girls were smoking in that... Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is this, this is the sitting restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I get to go there? <laughs> we were here uh, in the summer restaurant. They smoked. Yeah. He, he they went somewhere. I don't know where it was. What was the name of the restaurant? So we can all go there. Uh, uh, some... in Oda. Oda. Uh, the day that we went to my auto dentist. Yeah. Yeah. What was the name of the restaurant in Algiers? I don't remember the name. I think there's more of them. There's. I also saw one it's, that it's was in, It's near Plus Odin. That's right. Plus Odin, yeah. Yeah, it's around there. Mm. Anyway. Um, but, okay, so... Well, here is not a haram, but... But, like but okay, how about, let's talk virginity. That's another okay. thing. It's like, what percentage of the women are virgins by the time they get married? Well, I cannot tell you that. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't experience it. <laughs> well, uh, I could have this experience, but I refused because I believe uh, it's a uh, harm. Okay. Yes, but um, I try every day to refuse that, even mm-hmm. like my age, uh, I, I want to. Of course. Like, uh, But uh, I try to hide this. Uh, but uh, here, day by day, Girls like be more like open, especially uh, when they like watch TV, watch uh, those kind of movies, like romantic movies. Mm-hmm. They want to do this experience. They want to live this the love thing. Well, but here, still the community refuse that, refuse uh, to to be, to the girl be like uh, to do the the sex thing. Or uh, no, not in uh, yeah, before marriage. Mm-hmm. Yes, because of that, it's, it's uh, secret. It's hiding thing in closed doors. We don't uh, talk about it. even who do do it. Don't talk about. Don't like uh, be proud of it. You know, maybe though for the guy, he will be proud of. Here in Algeria, always like there is like a difference between women and men. The I man can like can proud of the doing it, and it's okay. But the girl cannot uh, say it because um, if the man do it, he can marry easily, get married easily. But the woman who will do it, no one will uh, take her. Everyone wants a virgin girl. And, so you uh, have to go and sleep with a prostitute then? Not only a prostitute, but even if you sleep with like uh, your girlfriend, your girlfriend. Uh, she had to not say to anyone that she did that with you. She will like hide in secret because maybe you, 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 you won't marry her. So uh, the future husband uh, have to yeah. not. So uh, what if she gets pregnant? It's like disaster. That's disaster. That's uh, her family in generally won't yeah, refuse her. Yes, yes. She, and here it's not easy to leave uh, the woman to live alone in her house. And how like it? Yeah. No one will uh, accept to like um, give her his house, or uh, she cannot rent a house. Here, to rent a house, 
you have to be like married with your family. You cannot like I if I want to rent a house, I will find much difficult. No one wants to rent a house to me because, because I'm a, yes, I don't have like a woman. I really think like you will like make my house um, prostitution. Yes, yeah, yes, you, not, you, not blessed, not blessed yeah, house. Yeah. You will like, uh, yes, yes. He wants, um, this so, is it, so it's a little bit like... It will be the haram house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How about for foreigners who come here, like students, can I rent if I, like, I'm black, I come here and I want to rent a house? It's a little bit hard. Hard also. Even for us, it's hard, mm. so for, like, foreigners, maybe if you pay very good there are some uh, few places you can pay if you can pay but it's a higher cost mm -hmm. if you can pay you don't care but also it's interesting like for example when rejoice and i were staying at a hotel we discovered that uh an unmarried i mean we're she and i are married but if we were not married we can stay in a hotel you can yes yes they allow foreigners to stay in hotels who are not married a man and a woman can sleep in a hotel together, even though they're not married, if they're both foreigners. Mm. But if I'm there and I bring an Algerian woman, if I'm not married to her, I cannot bring her into a hotel. And um, so it, but so basically they have two laws, you know, they have how, how mm. Algerians are treated and how foreigners are treated. So that's why I'm wondering if maybe if I want, if I want to rent a place and I was a single man, Mm -hmm. uh, from America, then they would say, okay, we'll rent it to him. But you're right, maybe they'll charge me extra. Um, but why? Is it because of the shortage of housing? Or why would you battle to, to rent a place? Because why? there's other people that need the space more? or Why I want to rent a place? Yeah, you uh, said you will battle because you don't have a uh, family. Yes, I thought you because uh, they don't uh, want me to bring... Uh, I will live alone, it means I will bring a girl, not my, my, my wife, so they will refuse that. They refuse it at all. You have to get uh, a wife to rent a house. Maybe you will find some place when many uh, young person, like okay. five or six okay. in a okay. house, and the owner of the house, like, uh, uh, like uh, see if they watch them, you know? If they bring girls or they make like a loud music or something so yeah, the, yeah. sometimes because uh, if you uh, other neighbors uh, you know call police something he don't want that mm. because of that he prefer to okay. give the house to family not for a single okay. person you know? mm. so so what do you think do you think that maybe 80 percent of women are virgins Maybe I really don't. I know you don't know <laughs> because they are very close in that subject. Even uh, if you have like ten girls did this uh, sex, they won't tell you at all. No. You have to like if you want to make uh, with one of them, you have to know her very mm. much. Mm. Uh, you have deeper to to be to do it with her or to uh, tell you that she even if she did it, you ask her if you like if you do with her sex and you ask her did you do it before, she won't tell you. It's like secret because she looked like a prostitute or something yeah, if she yeah. tell you that she did it before. Well, the other thing I've heard is that there's a lot of anal sex that is popular because people will keep their virginity, their vaginal virginity, and 
that uh, that this is one way for everybody to be ha- well. I don't know about everybody, but some people to be. Very happy for the women. Yes, yes. Now, I mean, if girls do it, that's just to not lose their virginity. So uh, they do it. <laughs> so, so this is also a kind of popular practice for among young people. Nowadays. Yes, because because girls they are get, getting pressure from. Uh, their uh, boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. So the, the best way is to do that, and because she wants to uh, to keep uh, to be to be virgin. So right. and she wants to keep. She doesn't want to lose the boyfriend because then if she, she's yeah, like, exactly. if I don't take it up the butt, then I'm then he's gonna go to find another girlfriend. So Definitely my question is. These boyfriends and girlfriends, don't they end up being married? Like, if you have a girlfriend, like, and you decide to have sex, wouldn't you marry her? If you she, will marry her, even want, if you this virgin, her, who cares? Because you will keep secret. You tell everybody, yes, she's a virgin. No? But she won't be a virgin if you sleep with her. Yeah, but if you are the one who marry her, you this virgin her ah. and keep sleeping with her until you get married? But who said it? maybe you won't marry her after all? Ah. It happened a lot, lot. So people will dissuade girls saying, "I will yeah. marry you." I will marry you, but then they won't. So it won't trust in you, you know. And maybe the family, uh, if the family didn't accept the boy or the mm. girl, uh, it will be a disaster because mm. she lost uh, virginity with her, him, and mm. now yes. they will not accept uh, marry with her because of family or mm. something such as. And that's happened not only in Algeria, it's like in all Arabic countries, the same deal, the same. I talk to like uh, Tunisian people, the same thing. Maybe Tunisian, more open. But what I can say that there, there is a lot of people who accept to, to mar- uh, marry with a woman who lost virginity. But they don't, they will never tell that. There is a lot of people. Not a lot, maybe a few people, not a lot. Oh, when you say a lot of people, maybe 10% or 5%. Maybe yeah. if you love her, loves her, he loves yeah, her, he will happens. accept that. But if he don't, he don't know her, you know, the traditional marriage, I don't know a girl, I send my family to my mother's example. Really? I tell her, yes, it's happened a lot here. So you get married off? Yes, I told her that uh, search for me for a girl who's like, like that, like that. And uh, especially in the wedding, she showed that girl dancing, beautiful, something. She asked her mother, is she uh, married? Is she like... Uh, she said, no, it's, uh, she's uh, single. Okay, then my family, example, go to the house. And I go with them, an example. And uh, see the girl, how is she look, uh, looks. And then uh, we ask about her uh, in like a neighbor, her name is, how uh, is she a good person? Is And the, they do the same. They ask about me, okay. example, her family, he's a good person, he, he, he works, he have like some money, a house, car, something like that, yes. How big is the car? What kind of car do you have? <laughs> yes. Not that, yes. yes. Not all people, but uh, most people ask. Not uh, they don't care a lot about car, but they care about like um, his personality. He's not crazy. Example, he's not a drunk people uh, person. He's uh, not a bad person. He have like stable work. You know, this is the most things that they ask about. And for the girl, of course, they ask if she's a strict girl. I, she can, they cannot ask about if she's a virgin. 
but uh, they ask if she's a street girl, if she go out with boys a lot, if they sell her, if people sell her, go out with every every time. She had like a, you know, a reputation. reputation, exact. So uh, this is, but uh, now lately, many people like ask about, um, they love each other like European or American way. Uh, I think they're cute. I think it's so cute. <laughs> well, but... Um, here, not like Europe or in the USA or in Europe, if she told you that I made love with someone, she tell you the truth. But here, and it's not forbidden for them. But here, it's forbidden to her to do that, and she did it. So, for us, not only but I took like a not virgin girl, but she may be, uh, in the future, she will do the same. Even after marriage, she can like, uh, because she's she have bad history. She will, maybe she will do it in the future because of that many of people don't want to like him. And uh, here the man have his reputation. He want like other. He want like uh, don't like others to tell, to laugh about him. Oh, this guy he married uh, the woman that she uh, she slept with slept with others. You know they don't want that. So what happens if you if the husband dies? So what about if she's a widow? Can she get married again? Yes, she can get married again. But she's not a virgin. Yes, but uh, that and that kind, uh, it's okay. It's not forbidden. <laughs> but it's never going to change, is it? I, I think maybe think. in the Western world it's still all right. But I still think most of the most of the countries, you know, it's fine for the men to have sex mm -hmm. before marriage, but not the women. Well, I think most of Africa, or maybe mm -hmm. most in the most countries, I don't know if it's just the, the religion. Well, I don't know what is Somalia. What is percent? Also, what I think it's uh, the, the countries that is a lot of Muslim, where there is a lot of uh, the Muslim, and even Christians are not too too strict with like virgins, virgins, but the Muslims are. If you go to the northern part of Cameroon, where I came from, it's the same thing. You have to be a virgin. To get married. If not, your family would be in trouble. You're in trouble. You are a shame, right? So everybody wants to be a virgin. Girls buy medicine, they mm. buy drugs and everything just to make themselves virgin again. Mm. Because if not, it's really a big catastrophe. And also for the family. Yeah, and also for the family, it's just like something that is not acceptable. You know, to not be a virgin is not. Uh, you don't want to do that. But what's the percentage of? Of, of, of people from your village rejoice. Who are virgins? Yeah. Well, they will not tell you. No, that is the problem. The girls, Rukaya to my cousin, who is going out every day, she's in the university. She goes out and come back the next day when she's in the capital. But when mm. we're in the village together, we're yes. locked in the mm. house together, she will tell you she's a virgin. Yes. How can you know she's not a virgin? Yes. I don't know. You know, in the house, we are four girls. And if you ask all the three, they will tell you they're virgins. But they go out. They have yes. boyfriends. But my, I think I agree with you 100%. But my point is, is that I think in, in black Africa, in sub-Saharan Africa, where mm. you're from, mm. they're much more likely, even though they're Muslims, mm. they're much more likely to, to get around these virginity expectations and, and have premarital sex. Okay. Versus in North Africa... I think the society is so much more strict about it. It's the percentage of women who are virgins before marriage is much higher than that in Sub-Saharan yes, Africa. I agree with you because these people are much more strict than the mm. black Sub-Saharans. Mm. Yes, 
Yes, the, the girls that are visiting here, they, it's higher in number than the ones you will find in Cameroon. Than the even ones even in the Muslim society. Yeah, yeah, even in the Muslim society, here is more. It's more yeah. Much higher. Much higher. But now, at uh, the last years, girls start to be like more open. I can see that now. Mm -hmm. Now girls uh, ask for uh, for that. They sh if you go out with her, maybe one, twice, uh, three times, she will ask to you, ask you to do it with her. She now not like before. You ask from her, please <laughs> come on, let's mm -hmm. do it. Now the girl, not all the girls, few, but mm -hmm. uh, they. Her, and maybe if you don't do it with her, she will like, she refuse you, you know? But isn't it maybe because the attitude of men is opening up? Yes. I mean, if you say she's going to be rejected by society, okay, not as bad as you say. But it means still a reputation, don't I? just think maybe men's, uh, uh, what do you call it, opinions maybe, or what? It's not opinions, changing. Sure, no, that's a very good observation because part of the society norms is dictated by both sexes, in other words. So and I really, what I've read, okay, mm -hmm. I mean, it's men that started imposing this is now the woman must start wearing, you the know, staff. what is the hijab. hijab and things like that. And it was someone decided they have to be, you know, they have well, to let they, me they put below. Uh, <laughs> they're not I'm the born. same standard, they've got to be virgin and things like <laughs> that. That was men deciding. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think it was like that always. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I have to research that one to, to know. But um, given the fact that it's in the Quran, that they talk about virginity in the Quran, it's obviously something that did exist in the 7th century. Now, was there a period of time in the 11th, 12th, 13th, 15th century where all of a sudden this obsession with virginity went away and now it came back? I don't know. I don't That's know. But, but they're definitely, this is not the first time in human history in this region where virginity was a big deal. Is it even written in the Quran somewhere that the girls have to be virgins? It's you know, I read I, I, that the girls have to be virgins in the Quran. Yes. Is there a place? You yeah. know, yeah. I went to, I went yeah. to, I went to, they saw the world in this way. But what does it mean, Zani, Zani? In the Quran, it said that uh, it's, uh, how do you say, forbidden? To make sex before marriage yes. and after marriage, if he is not your husband for, for women, and it's the same thing for men. Yeah, this is exactly. Yeah, it's, but he, he never told about virginity because virginity uh, women can lost uh, virginity before uh, for other reason, before not only sex. sex yeah. No, look, hmm. uh, we can say zina. Xenophonication. Uh, exactly how to be to do it as I heard from uh, when even if you are like I'm naked you're naked uh, we touch each other it's not uh, called but when we do this relation mm -hmm. with full relation then it will be Zena then uh, we you know then it will be like 400% uh, 100% <laughs> you know if we, we are not married but even I uh, like if I'm like I can I cannot. But uh, but there is a level for haram. Uh, if I touch you, maybe it's like I will gain like uh, bad uh, see uh, not uh, on God bad record. Record. They will yes. write small number yeah. two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you touch now the breast, they yeah. add one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you kiss, five. But if you do the, the word, ten. Like, <laughs> yes, the, it's the higher, yes. Like, 
<laughs> How to say um, um, I have a question for you. In, for uh, European people and Occidental people, American and others, um, uh, how c can you define traitors? How can you define traitors? Because um, sometimes I see that um, in uh, one documentary that the woman can uh, kiss another man and it's not a traitor. It's not a oh, cheat. or, uh, cheating. 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 Oh. Cheating or adultery. Yeah. yeah. Adultery. Okay, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So yeah. how do you define adultery? Uh, what, what is the limit to say that this is cheating or this, this is cheating or not? This is adultery. Oh, that's a... That's a that's I a, think if you kiss someone else, that's... But that he is cheating. But for, for French people, it's not cheating. No, kiss no, where? Kiss here, here. No, no, uh, lips. Mm -hmm. Like a French kiss? Yeah. Like not French like kiss, but a friend kiss. <laughs> like friendly kiss. Like I kiss uh, you uh, from uh, the man. French friendly. people. French people. It's uh, not on the cheek? No. French people told me that when. Oh, I come and kiss. do mwah, good yeah, morning, Samir. On the mouth. It's like that, yeah. Yeah, and baby sur la bouche. Yeah. Ça va, c'est acceptable. For French people, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. That's why religion. It, makes red things, a red line that we don't have to. Because you can define everything as you want, okay? Maybe in few years, we will tell you, it's not a trahison. Uh, adultery. If we have, if we have um, another man for women, and another woman for men. But if we have more, it's cheating. 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 It's cheating. You well, can I'm, define. I'm you can. Has uh, got what eight wives hmm? and all the girlfriends. <laughs> Zuma, yeah, President Zuma, your president. Uh, lots of girlfriends. Uh, for, for lots and lots and lots of kids. <laughs> We're still in 2017, the end of hmm. 2017. So Zuma is still in power, but. Um, but anyway, to, to answer your question, I'm not sure if the Quran, just because the Quran draws a line of where cheating begins and where it ends um, is definitely helpful because for example a Muslim woman if you just sit there and smile and wink mm -hmm. at some girl she you might say well it's not in the Quran it doesn't say that I can't wink at a girl <laughs> and say hello <laughs> you know but she says I don't care if it's not in the Quran you just cheated on me or yeah. you're you're being unfaithful <laughs> to me even though it's not so I don't think just because the Quran says this or that, it's not going to... There's always a gray area, no matter what. There's always a gray area. And so uh, it doesn't solve that problem. And so and to answer your question, you know, what is adultery in the West? It just depends. There's no easy answer. It just depends from individual to individual. Mm -hmm. Although, obviously, there's certain things that I think most people will agree. You know, obviously, having sexual intercourse with another person, almost everybody will agree but there's even there's open marriages there's all sorts of things in our in western society that uh, allow people to to move that line all over the place and so in the end it comes down to a a decision amongst the couples themselves but there are social norms but here in uh, in arab countries before like uh, several centuries it was easier like uh, the boy when he gets like 17, girl when she got like also 17 or 16 or something, she gets married. They don't have this like pressure inside, yes. you know. Uh, it's easier. 
Now, the, the, the young man is like 30 or more than that, and girl also. It's hard now to get married because often, here in Algeria, Algeria example, the family of the, the girl ask a lot of things. You, have to, you need to have a, car, a house, the marriage, uh, the wedding. It's very expensive. Yes, very expensive. So I cannot like, uh, for, afford that. I should like work like uh, several years to. Mm-hmm. I cannot like uh, hold this pressure. I wish I have to like make a relation with a girl. This is the problem. Before it was easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need to have like a house. It was very easy, but now it was. It's very hard. The family, the tradition, many things make it hard. So the Algerian person get like confused between uh, doing doing it halal, doing it haram doing it <laughs> as he wants, uh, have to do. He's always been like, uh, like this. Honestly. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, and you have your friend Samir who's 40 years old and he's still not married. Yeah. Abdullah. You don't have a fancy yeah. car enough, you see? No, he's got money, he's got a car, but for whatever reason he hasn't married. But I think I understand what you're saying, Zakaria, which is basically that the society... Uh, kind of forces you to wait, but then you're a man with testosterone and you want to have sex and you can't. Back in the old days, you could be married by the age of 18 yes. and you satisfy this, this sexual desire and get yeah. that out of the way. And, and uh, nowadays, you have to postpone it for Money. 10 years and, and work. And, and then you're, the, the time when your testosterone is raging at the highest yes. levels is when you're supposed to suppress it. I mean, that's asking for a suicide there. I can understand that this drives people to all sorts of levels of insanity. But um, don't the women work? What? The women? Don't they work? Don't? Work. They work. Don't the, the, the women are working. Yes, they are working. Uh, in Algeria society, they work. Especially in the last like, 10 or 20 years. Uh, the last... Uh, the, uh, I mean, uh, they work, uh, they have uh, jobs. That's what I mean. Yes. So in the meantime, they stay with the family? Yes. Until you uh, Until they find they a boyfriend married. that's rich enough. Uh, but here in Algeria, even even the woman work, she doesn't uh, care. You have to pay everything. She doesn't help you. <laughs> the most of times, not. Of yeah, a lot of times said that uh, uh, my money is man, my money, why? but your money is our <laughs> money. It's not only in Algeria. In Cameroon, it's the same thing. Even if I'm working, I have good salary every month. Yeah. My money is my money, but the husband money yeah. is our money. Yeah, it's just like this. You have to buy my parfum, my my creams, my food, house rent, everything. The man have to pay. But now Algerians, we have this problem of this issue about like, if I will let my wife work or not, working or not, I will refuse her to. Many of Algerians, like me, I want my wife to not work, to stay at home, not because like I I want to like put her in prison something. But I want her like to focus in house more than focus in because I can see that even in European American society, like um, they cannot like um, take care of their kids if the especially the the mother if she uh, get out from morning till uh, and when she came she came like tired she cannot like focus like uh, to like raise uh, her son her children so. Uh, now the all most uh, the most of girls want to work, and most of boys don't want them. There is a lot of uh, women who don't want to work. I, I know uh, a lot of uh, women that 
uh, who uh, t told me that when they get married, she will stop to work. I didn't meet them. <laughs> Most of the work, I think one once it happened to me with one girl. She told me I want to stay, but the others I knew like few girls. Some I knew them like I, I had a relationship with them. Others are friends, only friends to mine. And all they have the same problem that they want to work. Their uh, boyfriend or their future husband wants them to stop working. So that's make us uh, this bit. I had like a relation with a girl. I told her I want to. I work in desert, and she work also. She works also in desert, like me. I work uh, month by month. One month I stay at home. Month I work there. She told me that. Uh, she told me that she want to continue. I told her no. You cannot like go month there and like leave uh, leave your kids. At home, that's not like uh, logical. You should either. She told me, but uh, I will get like I will help you with money because uh, generally in desert they will pay more than the north. I will help you with money. I will get anything I want to buy. It's not about money. I can work like a double jobs, but uh, it's about like. Uh, Take care of my house. Take care of yourself. Take care of everything when you stay at home. But when you get out, always have this. And everyone, not all like my mom. Some people don't think like me. Other people think like I don't want my girl to be outside to not see others. Or others say maybe when she works, she will meet other men. You talk to them. I don't want. I get jealous. Everyone have this. I I think that I have to trust in my wife. I know that if she's a good wife, even she be got out, she won't do that. But I have like other reason that I want my kids always well, you know. This is, everyone have this. I think you really hope that you get this goal. <laughs> huh? We have to just. Okay, going back to your Egyptian girlfriend, mm -hmm. is it? But you said the 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 family has refused. Yes, they have like as she said, uh, Saida. I think Saida, you know Saida. It's like um, uh, the uh, who lives like in the Saida. Rejected. Saida. Saida, you guys know from the village Barra, he lives so hard to like a clear Saida, right? Ah, like a nomad or like a nomad. Mm -hmm. From another part of society, out of the society. Yes, it's oh. like a part of Egypt. They are very like close people. Oh, I see. They, yeah. they refuse everything. Yeah. They're close-minded. Yeah. Yes, close-minded. So, um, so her family is very close-minded, and they're afraid of losing their daughter to to come to Algeria. But you don't want to go to Egypt. No, I don't want to go to Egypt right now because uh, it's even. Uh, they are the economic issue. Yeah, it's still uh, bad. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, mm. I don't want to go there. I, I'm good here. Maybe I will go to USA or have maybe to Emirates, but not to And me. you've seen her once? That one trip that you went to Egypt? Or yes. Okay, once. that was our Three one times trip. in that trip. Three times during that trip. You yeah. met her. You had three meetings. Three meetings. In seven years. Oof. Not seven years. Five, but five, three five, or four five. or five. Four or five years since you've met her. Well, before we done, we didn't like love each other. Just uh, yeah, just like uh, talk to each other, play games, yeah, yeah. and then after time, I liked her way of thinking. You know, mm -hmm. it's like similar to mine. Yeah. 
she's like a good person know how to talk uh, and uh, not very open not very close <laughs> yeah. like what i want and then i even i want her to be like mine i talked to her like uh, she refused at the beginning she she was very hard to get <laughs> and then uh, after like a year or two we started like me get closer to each other and then she admitted that even her she, she likes me and then after that uh, after like six months of like, talking to each other as like lovers I told her I will come to you and I want before to visit Egypt and then I like it's like opportunity to me I went there so I met her but unfortunately in the end she even refused one of the reasons many now many girls want to live with me want to live with, with you only with you. alone yes alone <coughs> yes but here in Algerian society our city men not all men but many men like uh, want uh, to live with their family with his mother to let like the girl learn from his mother oh goodness <laughs> yes <laughs> Well, for me, I have to do that That's because I leave, uh, I, I go to the desert to work, so I cannot leave her alone at her apartment, she's young, she, I have to let her in. She told me that she cannot live with my family, she, can, she will come to live with me, not with my family. She, she has a reason, but uh, what I could do, this is my job, I, I love it. So. Uh, what do you do? What kind of work? I uh, I studied electronic, yeah. so I work in uh, oil company. Uh. Yes, uh, and uh, the good the job is uh, nice. I like to like discover new things, uh, repairing new stuff, and in this job I like it. Uh, the and the the payment is uh, good because in that the payment better than yeah, here because they have like you know, oil con oil companies in general. They pay here generally uh, the payments here. If you work uh, in government company, they won't pay you much. You cannot do anything with their payment. You cannot travel. You cannot uh, live here. But with uh, the other companies, oil companies, you can live your life. You know. Yeah. You have, uh, and uh, it's I like it because there is one month I work, one month I stay in this one month. I can travel. I like to travel. I can travel. In Algeria or outside Algeria? Let's go back to more important topics like mm -hmm. anal sex. Yes. <laughs> I'm probably... shocked about that, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everybody everybody would be. So, Samir, let's get back to, to this subject. What percentage of women do you think have anal sex before marriage? So, are we talking 20%, 10%, or is it 50 majority? Do you think most women... Have tried it, or is is it a minority? Uh, I think that it's a minority. I don't okay, so less than exactly half. Exactly, less than half for sure. Okay. Less than half, maybe five percent or ten percent. Five or ten percent. Okay, so and it's not it depends on the places because Algeria is it's different. Big. Yeah, so in so, the city of yeah. Algiers, it might be higher. Yeah, and there is a place where uh, open men and they accept. Uh, there is men who accept to marry with. Uh, uh, not not virgin woman, yeah. so uh, it's becoming uh, natural, normal right. to see a woman uh, with, which is not virgin before marriage. Right. Um, maybe five or ten percent. What do you think? Maybe it's the, the okay. So it's a pretty. It's not a widespread practice. 
It's not a widespread practice, it, but it's, it's enough that people talk about it. I've heard it, several people mention it to me hmm. as, a, as, a, as a thing, especially among the young population that struggles to keep their virginity. Um, so I was just curious to see how prevalent it actually is on a, on a, on a realistic level, but not, not a big deal. Um, and, you, and, you, and you see this all s slowly starting to change. And yeah. have you given up on your 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 Egyptian girl, or you're still going? You gonna... can't. You can't. Well, I'm not, I'm don't, <laughs> I don't think about her. I still talk to her, but not like uh, before. Not before, okay. Yes. Now I'm, uh, I want to finish my uh, my. Now I'm doing training. I will finish ne next month. I'm not thinking about laws <laughs> and relationship and this. Mm. Yes, until like uh, and they have this like uh, the army. Service department. You have I, to do that still. I'm doing the papers. I'm st I'm trying to not do it because okay. I'm the only yeah, uh, male in the house. Okay. So there's like low if only one, but uh, the, you have to make like a big fight. Okay. So I'm doing it. I want to clear my mind with like uh, this service and the other thing. Then when I clear my mind, I have only like uh, my job, my thing. I can uh, search about like. Uh, Right. Find the Zauja. <laughs> <laughs> and it's changing every time. Because before in Algeria, when you, you, you went to, 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 to marry, you ask your mother to find you a, a woman uh, 20 or 30 years before. And now uh, they accept that men choose a woman. Right. So 30 years ago, the, the mother would pick the woman? Yeah. Now you're divorced and you're thinking about getting married again and you're thinking, you're telling me that you would consider, Samir, of having your mother pick your next wife. Uh, Tell us why. You're, why you're thinking this as a potential thing. <laughs> uh, I believe on how to say in English. Uh, um, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, be like be, benediction. Blessed. I believe on yes. benediction. Benediction, yeah, blessed. Yeah, and if the mom chooses for you, she will be benedicted. So uh, never things will happen to you. <laughs> so, so you think that because she's blessed, I, uh, blessing the relationship. Yeah, and they see that um, all people who are who were married in the past are still together. Mm -hmm. That's a good point because uh, it. it, it most of marriage were succeeded, even they were not known each other. Right. They, they, most marriages succeeded, they stayed together, even yeah. though they did not know each other. Exactly. They didn't have a time. Well, I mean, just the same way Zachariah, you, <laughs> you've seen her three times, and you don't really, really know her, but, yes. but if you did get married to her, if you'd probably stay together. I think it's, uh, it would be better if you don't know your wife, mm -hmm. so you, you will have this like patience. Knowing, knowing her, but if you know her like for five years, more, yes, years. I always stay with her, know her body, her talk, way of talking. It's like there is um, something like, uh, and even if you like have many relationship with many girls, and then after marriage, you will uh, still have, want more and more. You won't like uh, stay stick with uh, your wife. You want mm -hmm. to 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 enjoy more with others. 
maybe after five years you told her like, there is no love between us I want other because you used to do that before but when you don't used to do that you'd like have this pressure I want to get to know my wife I want to know you don't know any girl and then when like your mother choose to you one you will love her <laughs> you will uh, like stick with her yes and what I want to add is that uh, definitively you can't know each other before you are living together. Um, uh, I, I know a lot of women, but I know that uh, when you are together, they, they, change, they change their mind. Uh, it's difficult when you live together and you have a lot of things to do and uh, everyone uh, try to impose, impose himself and to separate the task and and so on. Uh, that's what I found out. So, however, you say that you know uh, women, it's you not. It's not the truth. Right. Well, there's, there's a famous uh, thing I like to quote: is mm. when a man marries a woman, she, he hopes that she will never change, mm -hmm. but she does. <laughs> when a woman marries a man, she hopes he will change, <laughs> but, but he but doesn't. Never. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, the people lie to each other, the couple, before they get married. She mm. told them only the good things about her. I want, I like to do this, I'm a good cooker. I'm, uh, and uh, he also lied to her about uh, show only the good, the positive things. And then when <laughs> they get married, he, she will get like confused, but uh, he's not the one she knew before marriage because uh, she will live with him in the same house. So that will make like sometimes a problem, you know? See, she will like, uh, you told me, you didn't tell me that you, you do, uh, oh no, you snore when you sleep, something like that. Sometimes that makes problems. So that she will shock about him. She will see that she, she doesn't know this person uh, right. No, 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 you know? She felt like she know he's another person now. She said his bad uh, things. She start to like uh, get confused and the same for him. This is why uh, it's in Europe or something, you know her better. In the marriage is not something like paper thing to do. It's not something like very big deal. You sleep with her, you live with her. It's not something. But here, even if you know her for five years, you just say like go out to pizzeria to eat something and uh, she will go to her house. You know, yours. She won't know the truth about her, the whole truth. And not only the good things. You will love her for, uh, you know, you have this like... Uh, in your monster that she's perfect, but when... Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's better to not know her at all. When you know her with like bad and good things, in the same time, maybe we'll accept her <laughs> after marriage. So. How is it in South Africa? I think like in America. Yeah. Although I can't say. Okay, but I even think wherever you go, you know, I don't know about the rural villages. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you think Zumanis. Eight wives, I don't know. I don't I know how that works or whatever, but I will definitely choose a wife for my brother. I am his mom now. <laughs> our mother is dead. You know, our parents are all dead, and I have a younger brother. His name is Mustafa. I love my brother so much, and I don't want him to marry a bad woman. 
So I would, I will make a, I will choose a wife. You will choose a wife. Yes. <laughs> His, uh, Maybe from Berber tribe. Yeah. You have Berbers? No, 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 we no. don't in Algeria. Ah, okay. Yeah, I will travel to Algeria. Ah, okay. <laughs> find there are like beautiful Berber. Uh, yeah, I see one. I saw one Berber girl. Uh, the the sister of Afla. Afla is Berber. She's 14 years old. Very beautiful yes, child. But she's a child, but she will grow up. <laughs> it's future, future plans. Yeah. Okay, how old will your brother be? He's okay. I'm not planning right about now. this. Oh, one. Okay, okay. I said okay. <laughs> my she, she wants uh, for her brother for to marry a Berber girl. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and you know why I prefer that my mother uh, choose for me a woman. Because every time um, when you met someone, uh, he want to introduce you to another man, for example, there is always an interest because he is your friend or uh, he get pressure uh, from uh, his uh, another friend uh, to introduce him to another man. But your, ma your mother uh, choose for you the right person. Mm -hmm. She knows you very well and uh, she knows uh, what you accept, what you didn't accept. Uh, that's she it. knows your weaknesses. Exactly. And she knows what you need. Exactly. Like my mom would say, <laughs> Francis, you're a disaster. <laughs> you need someone to organize your life. <laughs> so that's why I married Rejoice. Because <laughs> I knew my mom would approve. <laughs> so you met her here in Africa? Yes, or? yes, in Africa. Okay. Yeah, we yes. met in Cameroon. Okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, but I, I think, you know, it's. The, the problem you're right about in, in, in Western society, we definitely know each other much more than in Africans, well, especially in, in, in North African society. Uh, but the thing is, is that there's still no guarantee. Just because you know her very, very well, or she knows you very well, um, people change. You know? What's about in USA, what about marriage? I think that many people there, especially in those like last like 15 years something people don't want to get married even she lives she lives with him like for uh, 20 years she, yeah. they won't get married yeah yeah there's there's definitely that going on and even what often happens in america is that the people will wait until they decide they want to have children mm. then they might get married before they have children so they might live with each other five ten years and then they say okay well we're gonna have children now so let's get married we're gonna so be more official about this um, but even nowadays, you have people who are getting married, who, who have children, and they're still not married. They, they live together, and they might be together for 20 years with children, everything, and they never got a fit. But that's rare. I mean, it's rare. Most, most Americans do get married eventually, but they might uh, cohabit for longer. But cohabitation is definitely going up. For sure. I'm sure the same thing in South Africa, right? Yeah, no, I think most of the people don't want to get married because there's so many people getting divorced, you know. So if your parents get divorced, it's like, why would you even bother to get married? Oh, well, you, you know, in Algeria, you, you, when uh, you, you have a child, um, you, you can't declare him as a father if you are not married. Mm. No, right. Only, only a woman uh, does right to declare him. That's it. Right. Because of that, it's a disaster here to have a kid without marriage. Mm. Any final thoughts you want to tell uh, the Western world, Americans or anybody else listening, uh, about Algeria? Any kind of myths that people might have about Algeria? 
Myth? I think there is a lot of... A lot of myths? Uh, For example, what? <laughs> that you're all terrorist? That <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't go to Tamaraset? <laughs> to watch the beautiful oh. <laughs> Any myths that you want to try to dispel? No. Uh, we are African country. We are not uh, here. It's not like the desert. Many of uh, now European things. But Algeria is a desert, desert country. We have only desert. We have many like places, mountains, snow, uh, many kind of beaches like uh, sand, quality of sand, quality of sand. Yeah. You know, we have like, it's like, uh, it's not here. continent. Algeria is like a continent. You will find like uh, diversity in it. Yeah, it, that is definitely true. Yes. It is the biggest country in Africa, yes. and it has uh, quite a bit of geo geological and uh, uh, diversity. The only thing it doesn't have is a rainforest, I don't think. Maybe it does have a rainforest. Uh, I don't know, because it's not, it's not, it's not humid enough, but, it, um, but definitely it has, like you said, forest, mountains, mm. snow, and uh, yeah, beaches, yeah. And, and, and of course, the, it does have a big picture. Big part of, of of desert. What do you think, Samir? Any yes, final uh, thoughts? Yes, we have everything in, in Algeria. We have snow. We have sea. We have forest. We have Sahara. Any myths? Uh, we we have a, lo a lot of myths. Uh, so, uh, which are um, um, how to say? Uh, I I we say with them uh, at normal as normal. Mm. For example, mauvais eye. How to uh, say the bad eye? Bad eye. Yeah. Bad eye. Every everyone gives you the bad eye. The now, evil eye. Now everyone believes on that. Not me, but um, no. most of people uh, yes. are believing on that. Give me an example of what. Mauvais so when someone uh, buy a car, for example, and uh, if someone uh, tell. Uh, uh, Is it your car? No. I give an example of if someone buy a car and uh, her, her, her neighbor uh, is jealous is jealous and he will be angry and tell him why you didn't uh, uh, tell me uh, God bless you or mm. something like this yeah. uh, I'll be back yeah God bless you Yes, that's it's it. Life, huh? We have a lot of um, which are um, seen as normal, uh, but uh, maybe for you is uh, is a myth. Yeah, we have other myths, like all Algerians speak French, and it's not <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> Even in Arabic countries, they tell Algerians speak French. No, I don't yeah. speak French. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, 18, not 18, but maybe 60 or 70 percent, 60 or 70, they don't speak French. Only like uh, people who live in Algiers or in Kabyl uh, yeah. uh, towns, like Barbar, who speak uh, very well French. But the other uh, wilayas, other uh, states, yeah. they don't speak French. Uh, many of them, they don't even know how to speak French. They don't even underst understand French. Mm. But many uh, countries think that uh, all Algerians speak uh, French very well and don't even know how to speak Arabic. What <laughs> about speak only Arabic? You know? That's interesting. So, um, so they and they don't, uh, they don't even speak English. They just speak Arabic only. Well, uh, lately, people, especially young people, want want to learn English, want to speak English, want to want from the state, from government to remove French uh, because it's 
French is the second language. Remove it and put English in instead. Oh, really? Because yes, they think what we gonna do with French? It, it's poor language. Uh, English is better because it's a universal language. Well, they're right, of course. <laughs> uh, well, but we cannot do that right now because yeah, it's, uh, it's in deep. In our but you know, Rwanda did that. Rwanda was a French-speaking country, and then. Uh, I think about 20 years ago or so, uh, they, changed. they changed it, and now they're... Improved? They're, they're, no, they fr- they said uh, French is out of the school, and now English is in the school. But it's not, it's not so easy. Who will study it? No one can, like, not no one, but the, even the teachers uh, who teach English are not, like, really capable to do it. Yes, they know the rules, but they are not, like, really linguistic in, uh, you know, we don't have this um, communication in... Uh, UK or USA, yeah. Yeah, we do yeah. not have this, like uh, uh, in France, we, we have this relation between Algeria and France, uh, yeah, sure. collaboration, they work together, uh, hospitals, doctors, you know, yeah. they do a lot of projects, a lot of projects uh, with each other, so uh, people from like while they speak in France easily, then I can, we cannot now like change it. Uh, in one day, you start like uh, doing uh, English is the first, the second language after Arabic is uh, it's not so easy. Yeah, definitely it will not be. And then then you have South Africa that has eleven official languages. Or now is it twelve? No, it's eleven. It's still eleven. Okay. And when everyone, I left, and it was eleven. And everybody talk all those twelve or no? 11? You see, it's mostly it's different. What you call a tribes is that mm. the world. Um, so if you move from one province to another, that's mainly that. But mm. English is the common language. Common language, yeah. More common than Afrikaans. Yes. Although um, I think the most the language that's spoken most by people is the Zulu. But Afrikaans is not way behind. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot of people speak Afrikaans. Yeah. I mean, I definitely saw a lot of uh, colored people. Yeah, now they all speak Afrikaans. Yeah. So you can speak with, uh, you know, could a person with uh, English, he will understand you? Like if he's from another clan. You know what, um, if I call the black languages? Yes. They also call it, there's a phonical law, and it's basically the, the language that was used by the miners. So there's different like common words that they would be able to talk. I can't say, you know, they will um, understand everything. Phew. But you will see it because I would speak to a Swani okay. and understand some of it, you know, so I think it's between... So there is like a little bit like a uh, lost in com- communication between like uh, South African people. Well, most of the people speak English. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, so... You'll speak, I'll um, speak Afrikaans to this person because I know that person will be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, because I can't speak, you know, any of the African languages, of course. Mm-hmm. They will have to also revert to English. Mm-hmm. But we get by very well. But uh, when I go to Europe sometimes, oh, they ask me about, uh, and I have many European friends, they ask me about, uh, is it safe here? Well, in Algeria? Yes, in Algeria. 
When they say, oh, Jay, it's in Africa, they... It's Africa. Yeah. Go and have a look on the internet. Yes. Is it safe to travel to Algeria? Uh, no, no, I think no, no I think it's uh, when you go to Europe it's not safe. More than uh, every time I hear like a bomb, bomb in the airport or something, I start to get uh, scared <laughs> when I go to Europe. Not uh, in Algeria is uh, nothing is uh, dangerous. It's not terrorist. Yes, sometimes uh, some uh, individual uh, like crime something, but uh, in generally it's not so yeah, it's super safe. But I mean, if you go and Google, is it safe to travel to Paris? I'm sure it's going to say it's fine. But go and have a look if you Google any country in Africa. Yeah. Okay, I don't know, I'm not saying Botswana. Yeah. But I think it's especially the um, Australian embassy. It's like almost the red lights flashing. No, no, no. <laughs> avoid traveling to that country. I mean, <laughs> like you said. And you, you want that, it's safe. I know. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I said I wanted to come to Algeria, even the embassy didn't want to give me a visa. You're going to get lost in the desert, you know? <laughs> Where do you want to go? Don't want to say, no, you can't, you can't. <laughs> I mean, they think it's dangerous here. But yeah. I think it's uh, only this year they let the people go to Tamarast, yeah, foreign people. Before years they refused uh, European or foreign people go to desert, yeah. go to Tamarast, exactly. Because they kidnapped them, some mm. uh, group but of... That was uh, 2006, wasn't it? Yeah, after 2006, yeah. because every time they kidnap uh, European people and they ask for money for and the, their governments to give them money, and then Algeria okay, stop the we won't let any uh, European go to the desert, only Algerian who can uh, because no, no one will uh, <laughs> kidnap us anyway. Uh, then uh, I think this year they allowed uh, because yes. So you are lucky you can get now. But I'm also African, you see, we don't have money. So, <laughs> so what are they going to do, ransom you off? Or how Sorry, many rand? The rand, you know, yeah. rand against... Rand, yeah. So let's finish up, and i just curious, because it's such an interesting conversation. We have two Algerians, one South African and one Cameroonian here. So we have South Africa, Southern Africa, Middle Africa, and North Africa. And so here's the big global question. Will Africa ever unite under one common market or one common passport? You know that right now that the African Union has been trying to create an African passport which will allow for visa-free travel uh. to all of the continent. So if you have an African passport, you can go to South Africa, to Botswana, to Cameroon, to Algeria without any visa. And in fact... Paul Kagame, the president of Rwanda, and I think the president of Chad, they already have. Now, of course, they're diplomats, so for them it's easy travel. But this is the vision that they want to create by the in the 2020s, in the next decade. They want to have this African passport. Do you think there's a prayer of a chance of this happening? Maybe 3020. <laughs> in no, the, the year 3020? Yes. <laughs> 3020, okay. Yes, I, I love your realism. Samir. Yeah, 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 I believe that uh, it can be happen. In the year 3020? Yeah, but only African passports, but you will not have the right to work in hmm. other countries because uh, um, jobless is different from another, from a country to another. If we open um, uh, uh, free borders. borders to others, a lot of people will move 
from a place to another. Yeah. From a country your, des- your desert will become full. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they will come here. They will come to the north. But well, you have the biggest land, so everybody will move to Algeria. But I believe that the uh, African passport uh, can be a reality in 2020. In the 2020s? Yeah, 2020s, yeah. yeah. I can't see it. Why not? Because it's all this politics he, and he's having money. He's saying, and no. It's a thousand years. He's giving a thousand years. There's too many money-grabbing people yes. and it's all about politics and all about grabbing money and getting rich. Um, I definitely can't. Not see. even by 3020? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the last word will be the rejoiced princess from uh, Cameroon. Oh, yeah. African passport? African, no. I don't think it's going to happen. They're going to... It's not possible to have a African passport. Maybe during my lifetime, I would live about 90 years old. I'm planning to live before I die. And I don't think the passport will be ready for me to get it. So if I don't have it until I die, that means it doesn't exist. It didn't exist. <laughs> so you don't want to wait around till 3020? <laughs> I don't think I can do that. You know? <laughs> but if you could? If I could, yes, maybe it will happen. All but right. I will die before then. So. I wonder if they will have podcasts in the year 3020. And that concludes this episode of the WanderLearn podcast, where we explore travel technology and transformation. If you'd like to see the show notes with links to what we talked about, or if you'd like to comment on the show, or if you'd like to ask me a question, then go to wanderlearn.com and click on the latest episode. If you'd like to connect with me, just remember F. Tapon. That's my first initial and my last name. F. Tapon is the username I use on all social media. You can also get to my website by going to ftapon.com. Here's one last reason to remember ftapon. If you like what I do and want to get rewarded for supporting my projects, then go to patreon.com slash, yep, you guessed it, ftapon. That's where you can pick up some sweet rewards for as little as $1 a month. And remember, subscribing to the WanderLearn podcast helps, but downloading each episode helps even more. Please share the podcast, review it, and sign up for my newsletter at wanderlearn.com. This show was edited by Rejoice Tapon. The music was composed by Eric Stratman. This is Francis Tapon, encouraging you to wander and learn. <laughs>